Before we begin, I want to take a second to say that I appreciate you if you made it to another episode with me. Your support simply means so much and I cannot say thank you enough. If you're able to, click follow on whatever platform you're listening from, share a link to anyone who might benefit from the stories being told, or follow our Instagram page, which is angelmoments underscore 333. Yes, it's three threes like the angel number. (laughs) But lastly, I hope you're doing well and that something resonates with you today. Thank you. Hey there, thank you for joining me on Angel Moments for another episode. I am your host, Daniela Castillo-Vasquez, and today I am so excited to introduce one of my friends who is so honest and strong. I just love it. Uh, Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Hi, everybody. My name is Christina Martinez. I'm a first-generation student here at TWU. I'm a Virgo and currently a dental hygiene major. And I am a daughter, a lover, and a friend. That is perfect. Thank you so much for joining us today. I think your angel moment is beautiful and can certainly resonate with a lot of people. So I'm really glad that you're choosing to be real like this. Definitely. I feel like my story should be shared. Not a lot of people talk about how hard it is to find self-love and self-worth. Mm-hmm. It took a lot of time for me to realize that I didn't need validations from others to feel whole. Yeah, absolutely. I feel that anyone can relate to that on some sort of level. Um, Your story is truly special. So where do you want to start? So I guess I can start with saying that I've always had a weird relationship with validation. Mm -hmm. So since I was younger, I always sought validation from my parents or from others in order to feel either successful or that I was doing a good job or that I was making everyone around me happy. Yeah, like in a way you were kind of almost like pleasing people. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I always found myself to be a people's pleaser. Mm-hmm. So when I was 16, I met a boy and I ended up being in a relationship with this guy for two years. For two years? Oh my gosh. Yes. It was a crazy two years. And looking back, I'm like, wow, that was a very long time. Mm -hmm. And over time, I grew out of love for him. And we ended up breaking things off. Okay. For me, looking back, I realized that I felt like throughout it, I was putting in 80% of my effort and he was just putting in 20. Mm -mm, That is too real. It's extremely common, especially relationships when you're so young, like you don't even realize how much work you're putting in more than you should have to into like you're looking back and you're like what the right exactly so um once I broke up with him I faced being alone which was something that I was terrified of so I decided um to get on Bumble and start meeting other people and that's where my journey was with self-worth and self-love began Mm-hmm. When I got on this dating app, I was under the impression that I was going to meet new people that were going to fill in the loneliness I, I had. I mean, yeah, because like at this point, you got, you were in a relationship for like two years with this person, and then they're suddenly gone, and it's just like, what do you do? Yeah, it was definitely hard, and I was between the lines of, I don't want to be by myself, and I want this love and affection, when I should have been focusing on get, giving that to myself. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize that for most of the part that being on this dating app would open a door to hookup culture. Yeah. Hookup culture was something that I was new to, something I didn't know was a thing, I guess I could say. For the most part, the guys I went on dates with always ended up having sex with me. What at the time I didn't know 
was a form of self-harm towards myself. Wait, so like, why do you say that? Like, a lot of people fall in this pattern. Like, let's be real. We know a lot of people do. And it's no shame to that whatsoever. Like, you do whatever you want to do. But why do you see it as a self-harm looking back? Yeah, I always say there's no shame in the game. You know, if people want to go and be safe about it and sleep around and have a good time, there's no shame with that whatsoever. But and I do feel, what you want to do, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like I was doing it for all the wrong reasons. And it was a form of self-harm for me because all I was doing essentially was wanting this validation from them. And I felt like if it is that I was able to sleep with them, they were attracted to me and I was beautiful because of that and I was enough which was very toxic because Mm -hmm. that's that wasn't the way they saw it they saw it as they were just gonna come and have sex with me and never talk to me again yeah so they basically it was basically them me allowing them to use my body mm -hmm. that I didn't have any self-respect or self-love for Mm -hmm. and it affected me Mm -hmm. over time yeah And then at the same time, like you just mentioned, like you were looking for, you know, wanting to feel beautiful and all that kind of stuff. But in reality, you should know that on your own already without having to like feel it like from other people. Yeah, I think I didn't know that at the time. I felt like maybe if they were attracted to me, then that gave me all the validation in the world to feel enough, which was never okay because I should have taken my time to heal and find that self-love and self-respect. And I had just no standards. I made it okay for these guys to buy me dinner and that's it. Mm -hmm. They sort of had a sense of entitlement over me because they knew that and I went with it because Mm -hmm. I was just so sad at the time. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that sleeping with all these men was going to take a negative toll on me, especially because you're literally exchanging energy with them. And it was literally with strangers. I was under the impression that because these men slept with me, I was pretty enough or desired or wanted enough. Yeah. So at the time, they gave you some validation. And I could see how that became like a cycle for you because you wanted more and more validation despite how crappy the last one was. Yeah. Which is exactly what I was searching for at the time because I didn't feel enough for myself or respected myself enough. Around the time I was going to start my first semester of college at Texas Women's and continued to stay on Bumble. And one day I came across this guy and we matched. And to me, I thought it was just an ordinary experience that I was going to have. You know, like what's new? What yeah, would be new, you know? I didn't think anything was special. I was just like, you know, like another guy that I'm going to talk to. We already know how this goes. Yes, it was just a cycle. Like, never in my head, I thought I was going to come across someone and have, like, a genuine connection with them. For me, it was just like, I know I'm going to talk to this guy maybe two, three weeks. He's going to take me out, have sex with me, and then that's it. But it's crazy because I knew this, but I was just so sad that I was, like... Might as well. Yeah, I was, like, able to tell myself, like, this is a behavior that is okay, which was it. But like I said, I didn't think of anything at the time. This guy and I matched, we got to exchanging socials and agreed to go out to eat, which was nothing out of the ordinary to me. I already knew how the pattern went. So the day came that I got together with him and he was like the opposite of everything I was used to. How so? Like how? Oh my God, let me tell you, (laughs) this guy, 
was a total gentleman. Mm-hmm. He was the type of guy that was, picked you up, opened the door. He paid for our food. He was actually interested in what I had to say. So you weren't used to those things before. No, and I remember vividly, like, all of these, he was doing all of these things. And I was like, oh, my God, like, this <laughs> guy, <laughs> he doesn't even know me. And he's just so nice. Like, he's genuine. He's, like, attentive of like my what I want to say he's genuinely interested and I wasn't used to that I was used to like guys picking me up and be like oh my god like you're so pretty or like Mm. it was like always physical like they would make comments like oh you're so pretty or what are we gonna do later like it would they would always just insinuate it as like let's get to the point here. yes and it was always like damn like I just want to talk like maybe Mm -hmm. I just want to like get to know you bro yeah like (laughs) they just it was crazy and I felt like I already knew what I was going so when this happened I was just taken back and I was like oh my god kind of going haywire yes I was so confused I was like what am I being punked right now (laughs) so we walked around downtown and sat at the park looking at the skyline and we just talked and looking back now that it's like the way that I thought was genuinely so sad guys would do the bare minimum he's doing like standard things yes like of course a normal person that had respect of course they would like be interested of course they wouldn't think about sex right away Mm -hmm. like but this was a behavior that I never saw so, so it was like, I, yeah, it was like, I was like praising him like, oh my God. But in reality, it's like, no, you shouldn't have to praise yeah, him. For those I things. shouldn't have to praise him for those things. And of course, they're nice. Everybody don't get me wrong. I loved it. Every girl loves being feeling like a princess and stuff. But it's just like bare minimum. And the fact that I was praising bare minimum is so sad and goes to show how hookup culture is very toxic at least for me i'm not speaking for everybody because everybody has their own experience but it was just like wow so sad to me that Mm -hmm. i was like so taken back by this behavior from him so it shouldn't be rare you know yeah so again this guy wasn't like the other guys we simply went to eat talked about who we were what we liked, and it was a genuine connection once i got home i vividly remember feeling so doubtful because i wasn't used to being treated with respect which is so sad and the bare minimum to the point where i questioned if he liked me because he wasn't sexual with me at all or insinuated anything sexual so it felt like almost like oh yeah like i went to go hang out with this guy but it was more of like more of he wasn't interested since we didn't end up sleeping exactly Mm -hmm. so it was just very hard and i remember vividly like going home and being like oh my god like this is i was just picking everything apart i was like he didn't even like hold my hand he didn't even tell me that he was that if i was pretty he didn't even like try and like sleep with me so i was just like maybe he's just not Mm -hmm. into me like you know wow so you kind of had this routine already in your mind Um, Like you mentioned, you would go on these dates with these guys. They would point out physical things about you. Then, of course, they would do like the bare minimum, like buying dinner or something, and then sleep with you. But when this guy comes in and is all nice to you and doesn't do the typical things, your mind is like, what is this? But the difference is that he's being nice to you and at least... He's being proactive about like chivalry and like less than the bare minimum. Mm. So your mind like automatically wanted to shut it down. Yeah, right. Because self-sabotage is real. Yes. I feel like I had the need to question his actions because I was so used to the opposite. I was so used to the physical. It was nothing ever like we had a connection 
more emotionally as in like naming the things that we like the music we had common interests and all of these things but I was just so used to like the physical part of it Mm -hmm. so when I didn't have that I was like oh my god maybe he doesn't like me Mm -hmm. Because I was just so used to the guys liking me, quote unquote, being physical and having sex with me. Mm -hmm. After a week or so, we still kept in contact and we decided to go on a second date. And the second date, we instantly clicked on a more vulnerable level, Uh which is when I realized that I had caught feelings for him, which now triggered me to be scared of getting hurt. So it was like I automatically wanted to self-sabotage and tell myself, like, no, he's going to hurt you. And when in reality, like that wasn't the truth. Like this guy was genuinely like interested and invested. We talked for about three weeks before he asked me to be his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, those three weeks for me were super hard because during this time he never tried or mentioned sex, which was making me feel very confused and made me question if he even liked me since I was so used to being sexualized by other guys. I got to the point where I questioned if this guy was asexual or something. Really? Yes. And it was so sad because it's the fact that I was so used to sex that I had the need to step back and be like, well, maybe there's something wrong with him. Mm -hmm. Or not that there's something wrong with him, but maybe there's something, there's a bigger picture that I'm not understanding Mm -hmm. as to why. Like, why isn't this guy doing this? Yes. And Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, well, maybe like he just doesn't like sex. Maybe he's asexual. And there's nothing wrong with that. Of course, there's nothing wrong with anybody's sexuality. But I feel like it was so eager to find answers that you were jumping to conclusions. Yes. And I was like assuming in a sense his sexuality was was so wrong, like with me to do. But it was it had to do more with the way that I was. And I wasn't able to step back and look at myself and be like, well, no, maybe this is you and the way that you think. So. I decided to ask him straight up and ask if he was asexual or what was going on. You know, his response was that he held so much respect for me and he genuinely liked the person that I was and that I was just more than sex to him. This was a huge shock to me. I feel like it was an epiphany. I myself did not believe that I was more than that. So in that moment, I came to terms with the fact that the reason I slept with all these men prior to this guy was because I myself didn't have self-worth or self-love so like him just saying that was you know you're more than just sex it like triggered your brain yeah it like blew my mind I was like you know what yeah I'm it was you hadn't thought of that yes it was like Mm -hmm. the last thing I thought of and I feel like that was like my angel moment with him because I was like I needed to heal hear those words and it wasn't like he gave me all the validation without even touching me wow so it was like, without wow. Without even knowing it. Without even knowing, without even like knowing that I had experienced what I was going through and like all of these things. I was just like, wow, like I can't believe that he told me exactly what I needed to hear. Wow. So how long have y'all been together now? So we've been together for three months, which has felt like forever to me. And mm-hmm. it has definitely been a self-discovery journey. Seeing him every day treat me the way that I deserve to be treated made me want to treat myself better. He made me want to love myself and I lost the desire to look for validation in empty places. Even without him, that's going to stick around. 
As it should. Yes. As it should. It's crazy because I vividly remember him telling me in the beginning how he didn't remember swiping right on me. He had no recollection of seeing my face. So it's insane for us to have matched with each other and gotten such a strong connection out of it. Keep in mind, like, all the people that are available on Bumble. See, I always say that. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, out of everybody. Mm -hmm. Out of everybody. We just so happened to cross paths. Another crazy thing is that he lived not even 20 minutes away from my sister's apartment, which is where I would always be at. We never crossed paths despite going to the same places until I got to Texas Women's. And who knows if I would have accepted him before if we had crossed paths then. Mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer in timing is perfect. And I feel like that's how it was with him. The timing was just so good. He came into my life at such a good time where I needed to have this realization. Mm -hmm. And you were kind of tired of the cycle you were in. Yes. Mind you, every time we were together for some reason, every time I look at the time, there's always an angelic number. So I firmly believe that he's like my little angel. And again, the timing was perfect for us to have crossed paths. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. I'm glad that you're on this journey of self-love and like knowing your worth. You're literally glowing. I feel like a lot of people need to hold their standards way higher than the bare minimum, period. Mm -hmm. Like, I always say, don't ever feel bad for having high standards or having, like, being high maintenance. If somebody comes around and tells you, like, oh, my God, you're too much. You're mm -hmm. too high maintenance. You're like, never too much for the right person. Yes, no, girl. If he's the one, he's going to live up to your standards and even more. Mm -hmm. Which is exactly what you deserve. Ladies, if he opens the door for you, don't praise him. That's nothing. Exactly, of course. It's nice, like, but that's like the bare minimum. Like You deserve someone who gets you flowers just because it's Tuesday. Someone who is dependable, honest, loyal, trustworthy. Someone who respects you even when you're arguing or when you're not around. And so much more. Plus, if they don't meet your standards, even the smallest ones, it's okay to leave. Sometimes sticking around and waiting for them to change isn't worth it because someone else is more than willing to give you what you deserve and more. You're not being demanding. Yes, and I will always say it, you guys. If they wanted to, they would. Exactly. Gosh. To reel it in, thank you so much, Christina, for being here. I appreciate your vulnerability and honesty. Not everyone is open like this, but it's so relatable. You're strong and worthy. Don't ever forget that. You're so sweet, Danny. But <laughs> thank you for having me. And I hope everyone out there found this as a start to their self-love journey. Of course. Thank you. Thank you, guys. If you were to meet Christina, you would know that she's intelligent, funny, charismatic, and hardworking. I love her story because I could see how much it has empowered her and I know that many people can relate in some form. Everyone has their own journey in discovering their self-worth. Just trust the process because you are deserving of good things and you will have a breakthrough. Once again, thank you for listening today. Stay safe and may serenity be with you. Until next time, goodbye.